grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. Let's rip open the cover of the sealed section. Welcome to After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton. Welcome once again, dear listener, to After Dark. The nights are starting to cool off a little bit, but don't worry. We've got you covered in keeping the heat in the bedroom. Tonight, Luke and Sindra will be discussing relationships and some sexy stuff to boot. And the amazing Timberlina will be along with her own special brand of drag therapy. Thanks for tuning in to After Dark once again. I'm Louise Wilkinson on Newcastle Live Radio. Ever wondered about Tantra? Perhaps you want to know the benefits of sperm retention. Luke and Sindra from Conscious Couples invite you to explore the outer limits of your sexuality on After Dark. Ah, here we are with Luke and Sindra. Now... Uh, unfortunately for you all out there, it is radio and you couldn't see the amazing dance you, Luke just did for his intro. You got down with your bad self. Um, I, yeah. I love nothing more than cutting some shapes in the morning. <laughs> well, I tell you what, uh, yeah, that was that was quite something, wasn't it, Sintra? Um, Sintra's speechless. She can't talk. Um, <laughs> I'm going to hold my tears in. Oh, dear. Hold my tears in. Sure. Yeah, that too. Um, now, today, uh, speaking of you, Luke, you've taken the focus, um, centre stage, Um We're going to talk about how men show up in relationships. Now, both of you obviously are relationships coaches and you've seen a lot of, uh, I guess, instances of of how men are showing up in relationships that you wanted to chat about today. 100%, yeah. Um, the, The biggest thing that you see in relationship coaching is when people get into a codependent state and they start pointing fingers. You know, like, um, you know, you've always, you always, I never, you know, I always, you never. And uh, a lot of the times we see a lot of parallels between a lot of the um, women showing up um, over, over masculine eyes, like in their heavy masculine energy yeah, and not, um, not befriending their feminine. And a lot of the times we see men in their masculine, but in an unhealthy version of their masculine and they haven't befriended their masculine and they don't really know what superpowers lay within. Right. Okay. So I I can resonate with what you're saying about um, as, as women, we are quite often, particularly in our day-to-day life, asked to show up in our masculine. We have to be a girl boss and we have to be hustling and we have to, you know, bring all this um, big dick energy to our work day and then we want to soften into our feminine and sometimes that's a little bit challenging because we've had to you know take all the mental load and do all the things and be all the things so settling back into that feminine is difficult but what you're saying with men is and I'm really interested um, in what you're saying about how they show up in their masculine, but not in a necessarily healthy way. Can you give us some examples of like how, how that would show up? Yeah, it, it shows up as despondent. Uh, it shows up as 
preoccupied and not being emotionally available. It shows up as not being present, as being distracted, uh, and it shows up as being insecure yep. a lot of the time. Uh, and a lot of the time we see it showing up as, you know, we always say that codependent relationships, people lose themselves in that. And generally we speak a lot about women losing themselves in that. However, men are almost as bad, if not worse, at losing themselves in that situation because they put everything else first, uh, except for themselves, work especially. Mm and really put pressure on themselves to be this provider. So that ends up being like a lot of resentment there as well. So that's kind of some of the things, some of the ways that it shows up in relationships. Mm, yeah. And I guess um, being in that provider role, sometimes they're just, you know, we talk about like our primary relationships, like our intimate relationships are, you know, should be first and foremost in terms of the work that we put into it. But when, you have a man who is providing and working all the hours that God sends. Um, it's very difficult to get them sometimes to show up in a relationship and have like a really honest conversation or whatever, because they're just buggered from all this providing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like um, men uh, have been put up on this pedestal to be in that provider mode, to be in that breadwinner spot. And we're seeing this incredible rise of the divine feminine at the moment. And I see it creating a lot of confusion and a lot of stuckness for a lot of the men out there and that they've almost been, um, you know, held on this pedestal for being the breadwinner, for being the provider, for putting themselves last and for putting everybody else, you know, before them. And now that there's this beautiful rise in the divine feminine, there's, there's confusion on what do we do? Where do we go? This is the first generation for many, many generations of men that we haven't been at world war, you know, like yeah. our granddads, our, you know, some of our dads, our great granddads, they were all at war and they were all off doing, you know, the most terrific jobs that you could think of. And now we're in this place where we're no longer in at risk of that sort of danger. And we're a little bit lost. Mm. We don't really know which way's up. And um, a, a lot of the times we need support and we need a guide to be able to come back to that healthy version of the masculine. Uh, and until we do that, then a lot of the men out there, I'm seeing them become really resentful and almost sooky about seeing their partners rise up mm. and, and make themselves a priority and bring loyalty to their sovereignty and their selves. Yeah, okay. All right. So when you come across that, how do you unpack that? Um, so you've got this female who's blossoming and, you know, and, and you know, practicing self-care, putting themselves first, um, succeeding in their, in when they bring their masculine energy into their work, but then, you know, a, a, honoring their feminine and the women like we're, we're pretty wordy. So we're good at working this shit out. Um, and he's sitting there going, I don't know what's going on, but I know I'm not comfortable with it. And I'm, I'm resentful. Hmm. What do you say? Break the wall, uh, is what we do in our coaching with the men. Like it's really about breaking that wall. So teaching them about emotions and uh, how to express and even how to feel emotions 
giving them, you know, actionable tools and techniques to express themselves, movement, you know, yelling, like singing, like stuff to actually like express themselves and free up that energy because for a lot of men, their throat kind of communication center is blocked. So giving them permission to do that. And then a lot of coaching around, you know, being still is productive and, you know, it's really important to sit with yourself and it's important to make time for yourself and yeah, breaking down the wall, like breaking through that paradigm of you have to always be doing and you have to always be providing. Um, that's what I, I personally do in my, my part of the coaching when I get to the men. Yeah. I always that bit. <laughs> yeah. I, I see a lot of men that are either on, like they're either fully on as dad mode, work mode, like provider mode, husband mode, partner mode, or they're off like 100% off, you know, they're sleeping in They're you know, playing computer games, you know, they're on their phone, they're doing absolutely nothing. So finding that space in between to start taking care of themselves and rewriting their story around like, you know, but we wouldn't be anywhere if I hadn't have done all of this hard work, you know, rewriting that story that they're playing in their head, the narrative around why justifying why they are where they're at and dreaming a little bit bigger about what passions they could have in their life. And then using a lot of NLP techniques to be able to like get them through to that, that future self. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess because uh, they are sort of so far into the doing, they haven't really thought about what their passions are and, what's going to light them up? And that's a really hard question. I mean, I even found I worked with a with a coach who said to me, you know, what do you like to do? And I said, what do you mean? I haven't got time. My, <laughs> you know, and I really had to sit and think about it. Um, you know, what do I like to do? What does yeah. light me up? And yeah. uh, that's, that's as a woman who does have to bring a lot of big dig energy to her work every day because I'm, you know, I'm an owner and I manage and I, you know, um, but yeah, and that's that's me. And I'd like to think I'm in touch with my feelings. I can see how um, men who are just programmed that way from birth, you know, you get out there and you provide, and you know, you do the hard yards, and you know, you provide for your family and that sort of thing. I can I can almost guarantee that you could probably get men who are like well into their forties who have never contemplated that question. Absolutely, and it's scary. Mm. It's scary because what does that mean about me? What does that mean about me in the world? What does that mean about my masculinity? What does that mean about how I show up? Uh, It's really scary. It's really scary for them. It's really uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, And it's, it's, it's necessary. Like it's, it, you know, you see those people that get to retirement age, they get into their, you know, 60s, 70s, 80s, and they're just miserable and they've got, nothing like they don't have a thing that they do it's just yeah waiting you know yeah. uh so it's really really important yeah awesome now luke you have a course coming up don't you that yeah actually around launched this launched a six-week men's program this week called um own your passion right yeah awesome. and it's, all, it's based around uh helping men um unravel that that story that's keeping them stuck and to start dreaming a little bit bigger and give them the tools to be able to change the way that they're operating. You know, like I was one of those guys that said, you know, when Cinder said to me, Oh, you need to start taking care of yourself. And I said to her, when the fuck have I got time to do that? Yeah. 
Yeah. And I was like, I'm, I'm like flat out taking care of everybody. And, and I would be resentful when, you know, Sindra went and got a facial or, you know, went for a walk with a mate and the person that I genuinely resented was myself for allowing me to get to that point where I'd put everybody else first. And I'd created that life where I was completely stuck a prisoner in what I don't, what I'd created for myself. So this program has been created because I am putting all of the tools that have helped me and every man that we've had in our relationship couples coaching. And I'm going to focus it on the individual, the man to be able to start living a bigger and better life purely just for themselves. Yeah. Okay. That absolutely makes sense. I love it. Guys, thank you so much for your time today. And if you wanted to get in touch with Luke and Sindra, Conscious Couples on Instagram or Luke Skews or Sindra Banks, any of them will get you an answer <laughs> and they are they are so quick to answer. Um, uh, yeah, I, I really want to give you big props for that because, yeah, there's no, there's no three-day waiting here. Because we're always on our phone. <laughs> we're never on our phone. Very mindful about it. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining us once again on After Dark. Want some love and sex advice? Searching for the answer to your complex, confusing or downright awkward questions. The queen of the Newcastle drag scene is in the building. It's time for In Bed with Timberlina on After Dark. Well, here I am with the queen of the Newcastle drag scene, Timberlina, and we're ready once again for another week to solve the problems of the world. And we do it with such finesse, don't we? We do, we do. <laughs> another week, another issue. Or <laughs> yeah. multiple. Uh, yeah, and we're, we're really loving the questions that we're getting through. They do challenge us. Um, you know, we do have, uh, you know, a, a definite thread running through, which is communication. We're just going to start with that. Yeah. Um, that is definitely our communication. We're thinking about getting a button made that we just hit. Um Communication. Yeah. (laughs) Leave that with me. Uh, All right. So today, here we go. Um, My friend finally broke up with uh, his long-term girlfriend and I've always found him extremely attractive. I don't want a relationship. I honestly just want to sleep with him. When I try to talk to him about it, he almost always changes the subject. I think we would remain friends if we did have sex. I haven't had a lot of experience with men, but aren't they usually just down for sex? Mm. Don't do it. No. (laughs) No. Red Red alert. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Obviously he's changing the subject because he doesn't see you in a sexual way um, and he doesn't want to, like, hurt you um, and he just wants the friendship, obviously. Yeah. You could have just read over your question and answered it yourself. (laughs) Look, you could have really. I mean, all the the writing's on the wall. And um, this is what, if you write in to Timberlina and myself, we are not going to pussyfoot around. Uh, He's changing the subject because he finds it awkward. And quite honestly, he's probably uh, put a bit of thought into the actual fallout from that. Uh, Do you like your friend? Do you want to stay friends with your friend? Uh, Because... That is just all kinds of awkward. And no, 
No, no. It's a no from me, a no-go. No-go zone. Yes, definitely, definitely. Simon Cowell said it best, it's a no from me. So, yeah, no, you need to stay away from that. Uh, go Go and find someone else. Unless you totally want to F up your friendship, then go for it. Yeah. Yeah. But that's what's going to happen here. I mean, yeah, some of our soulmates are are our friends and uh, we need them in our corner and just are you really going to, you know, stuff that up? If you're on a diet – and so, and you'd been losing weight and everything been going really well, and someone offered you a chocolate, you'd turn it down. Well, same principle. Don't blow your diet. And I haven't, I haven't said no to the chocolate, so I've stuffed up. So I'm, I'm at the end of where you would end up if you actually went and slept with them. Yep. So don't do it. It's not fun. You yes. have to work harder at the gym. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> you do. <laughs> okay. Hmm. I'm currently enjoying being a power bottom, but I do consider myself versatile. I just feel like I've never had the confidence to wrap my head around being an active top. Is it the guys I'm meeting? What do I need to work on to feel like I can kill it in both positions? This is all you. I knew this was all for me. Um, Good job on being a power bottom. Hopefully you douche. Um, Douching is key to... Um, anal for everyone out there. Um, what is a power bottom as opposed to a regular bottom? I'm, I'm clueless. Oh, a power bottom is like somebody that will just like get pounded. Like it's literally like, <laughs> and they'll just go to town. Um, right. Okay. So it's not like, you know, you have to be gentle. It's just like, yeah. Right. They go in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess if you are wanting to like be versatile, I think it's more of you getting over that fear because it sounds like you're a little bit self-conscious about being the top in that question um and i guess once you get over that head frame like you're going to be able to do it no matter what and maybe you're just finding guys that are tops maybe you need to find somebody that's versatile so you can flip back and forth back and forth um that's what it sounds like what you need to find is somebody that wants to flip with you um but yeah i guess try Different people on Grinder, <laughs> right? Or Scruff, wherever you're getting your Scruff. Hookup. Is that a new one, or has that been around forever? Yeah. It's been around for a while, but it's for bears, like hairier guys. That's where the demographic is. Yeah, I yeah. am learning so much today, Timberlena. Now, my question is: Is that usually in this situation? Are you like? Do you define yourself as a top or a bottom, or is it? Is it sort of? Do people switch around? Like. Yeah. I mean, there's like, so if you were to hop on Grinder, we have like your preferred position on your usually. So it would be like, it'd be verse, verse, top, verse, bottom, bottom, top. Hang on, what's like ver- go back, go back. What's verse? I'm learning so Vers- much. Versatile is you do both top and bottom. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. So it's and not then, like a poetry verse. It's versatile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. So it's top or bottom. Top and bottom, or like you could be like a top verse. So like you prefer to top, but you were will verse for the like be versatile for the right person. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then power. And then power, power top, power bottom. Um, yeah. Oh my God. Look at what I've just learnt. Look at this, the gay world. <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm just yeah, I just wondered how that all went because yeah, and it makes sense. Makes sense that you've got to sort of yeah, um declare your preference. Um mm. because it uh, yeah, a bit like a yin yang. 
Exactly. Yeah. Mate, I'm going to put the pressure out to there. If you're going to bottom, make sure you are clean and douched, please. Okay. <laughs> well, we can go into that another time. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Don't I have stories? Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I can just imagine. Anyway, um, we've just got over Easter. Moving on. I'm not even going to say what I was going to think. but what, We all went there. That's why I said it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, oh this, is, this, is, this is brutal, this one. After sex. How do you politely ask people to leave? I don't want my hookups to stay over, but I always feel so bad about asking. Mm. I always say, oh, I've got to get up early in the morning. Um, so, and yep. you just make them feel awkward. Um, right. Or <laughs> just be honest and be like, hey, I'm done now. Can you F off? Okay. Um, so obviously I'm very abrupt. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the look I'm getting, he's like, no, that's not how you do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Well, see, the thing is, is that like um, if you were, uh, it doesn't say here whether you're male or female or, um, you know, whether whether this is a grinder hookup, in which case it's just like, you know, let's be efficient here, people. So, yeah, I guess that um, that is one way to do it, direct, um, <laughs> direct communication, uh, or you could lay the lay the ground before you actually go home, and you could say, "Oh, look, you know, um, like I, I really shouldn't be um, taking you home, but because I've got to be up at like four a.m. to catch a flight to Ibiza, and um, and so you know, I'm going to fit this in because you know I really want to uh, sleep with you, but hope you understand that you know, oh, a little white lie never hurt anyone, didn't it? Didn't it? I mean, yeah, you might have to Photoshop some photos of you on the beach somewhere, but look, it is what it is. I think that's, yeah, but I think, I think if you lay the, if you want to be gentle about it, I would lay out the lay of the land sort of before you go back to the bedroom. And then if you like Timberlina and um, you're efficient at your communication, that was great. Bugger off. Yeah. That was fun. (laughs) Like a little five-minute chat afterwards, hop in the shower and then be like, oh, all right, I'm tired. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, can I Can I get you – can I call you an Uber? Yeah. That's also a good one. Yeah. I like that. That's good. Yeah. Awesome. Well, look, uh, that was great. Um, I learnt so much. Thank you. No worries. They were great questions. Yeah. Great questions to this week, weren't they? They were. They were awesome. Uh, let's see how we go next week. But thank you, my friend, for joining us once again for In Bed with Timberlina. Uh, I learned a whole lot. Sure, everyone else did too. And uh, we'll be back with you on After Dark in just a couple of weeks' time. Thank you so much for your time, my love. Thank you. That was In Bed with Timberlina, and you're listening to After Dark on Newcastle Live Radio. Grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. It's time to rip open the cover of the sealed section and delve deep. But be warned, it's adults only. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson from 8pm every Thursday night, only on Newcastle Live Radio. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton. 